0: FaithFit Radio and the Diocese of Orlando presents Ex Nihilo with Father Martin Wen and Steve Bucklin, a program that is seeking to lead young adults to Christ and to enkindle a deeper faith that is fully alive. Now, here are your hosts.
1: Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Ex Nihilo, your weekly podcast. This is your host, Father Martin.
0: And your co-host, Steve Buckland. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome. And so, Steve, what are we talking about this week? Oh, uh, we've got a great topic this week. It, it changed in my mind. So we had, we had a planned topic. I did a lot of research. And then as I was driving back in the middle of the night from Augusta to Orlando... Uh, I decided to change the topic.
1: <laughs> just so you know, Steve is slightly ADHD. <laughs> <clears throat> just a little bit. There's a bird and outside it, the window. And it becomes very dangerous when he starts to think. That's right, which I try not to do. But it was six
0: hours alone in the car in the dark on 95. It was just like, huh, I wonder.
1: Couldn't mm. you just have listened to And then a an song audiobook? came over
0: the radio, <laughs> and it was Tom Petty. And he started singing the song Free Falling. Do you know that song?
1: Yeah. And I'm
0: free. Free Free falling. Exactly. Which got me thinking about an article I'd read uh, about falling away. It was actually written by Paul Thigpen. And uh, it was called, Are You Falling Away? Three Warning Signs, The Frightening Prospect of a Backslider. Oh, my. And I got to thinking about it. So I was thinking about kind of, I think all of us are always combating the notion of or the the elements of falling away, right? Mm -hmm. I think particularly for, I think for young people, um, for super busy people. Um, Our faith is something that isn't always as front and centered as it should be. Sure. Um, And I think as you you kind of get, you become more faithful, um, as you grow in your faith, you become more aware of where you are. But I think it also makes the danger of falling away that much more acute because you keep thinking that you're fine, you're fine, you're fine, and then little things start to creep in, you know? It's like bad habits, so... Um, and so I, I wanted to talk about that in the context of, of, of living today. So how, how do we as faithful, um, with so many things that, that go on and, and our crazy busy lives and so many distractions that are out there, how do we work on preventing ourselves from falling away? And then once you kind of feel the fall, how do you stop yourself? I mean, it's, it's always easy to say that, oh, well you need to do this and you need to do that, but, but hearing it and then actually doing it is hard and we may not come up with a great answer to this but but i think just the first step of recognizing in yourself Mm -hmm. you know the warning signs that you're falling away and so i as i read the article and was was thinking about it on the drive i was just like oh my gosh oh my gosh (laughs) that's happening to me ah so not so much so that i crashed the car but um (laughs) <laughs> and we thank God for that. Right. Steve. I did slow down to the speed limit though. So, <laughs> so I was like, you know what, I
1: should be driving the speed limit. <laughs> but if you recall a few podcasts ago we talked we were talking about holiness and and the constant struggle in the midst of the distractions in life. And it it's like you said, it's so easy to be pulled away from different directions. And the biggest danger is to not recognize it and to like, pat ourselves in the back and simply said, Oh, I'm all right. I go to Mass on Sunday. I pray. Go and go through the motions. Yeah, but right? it could very well be going through the motions. <laughs> or like the book of Revelation says, that the part where the Spirit of, of God was talking to the seven churches, you've lost the, the love that you have from the beginning. Or yeah, even, that's
0: exactly. Revelations two
1: two four. I was just
0: about to read that. What oh, can I say? I read his mind. Right. And the quote is, I know your deeds, your hard work, and your perseverance. Yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken your first love. Remember the height from which you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first.
1: Honestly, this is one of the, the scariest phrase from Revelation that I have to remind me every time. Because yeah. when when I, when I said my yes to the Lord, I give him my heart. But it's so easy that, you know, I can go through life, my vocation, and not realizing that I've lost the first love. Right. Because it's become so routine. So now do share some Especially thoughts. when you're,
0: I mean, and it's it's interesting the, 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 the dichotomy between kind of the life of, of the layperson and the life of the priest. Sure. Because for us... It's kind of I go out and I live my life and then I come have my one hour of holiness and then I go back into life. Mm -hmm. For you, it's kind of like I'm ministering, 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 ministering. And then what happens after that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I recall St. John Vianney once said, if a priest is holy, the people will be good. If a priest is good, the people will be uh, ordinary. (laughs) Ordinary. (laughs) But if a priest is ordinary... Then the people will fall away, and so it's a constant challenge for us as spiritual leader shepherds to strengthen that bonds and never allow ourselves to be falling away. Right,
0: say. right, and it's hard. And one of the things in the in the article that the, the kind of the first thing is or the first warning sign is loss loss for joy, oh. the loss of joy in your faith. Right? Do we do we come to mass with joyful hearts? Do we do we pray to God with with joy. Now, certainly, you know, I think people would tend to agree that the prayer is usually driven mostly by need. You know, absolutely, everyone becomes a better prayer when there's a tragedy in their <laughs> life. They're like, "Oh, dear Lord, um, I know I don't talk to you very often, but I need you right now." You know, no, you can talk to my eighth graders. <laughs> they pray hard when there's a test coming. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but but even in that, we do it. I mean, there's still joy in that. Um, you know, mm-hmm. we still know that, and 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 we feel the love of God. Because we can communicate with him, we can reach out to him but it 's easy for the joy to get lost it 's easy to come into um, into mass right and, and and engage ourselves in the liturgy and we have a you know and all these things are happening and I can't focus on God and and, and the annoyance of the things that are going on around me start to creep into my relationship with yep. God so yep. it's the crying kid who's hacking up along behind me it's the priest he's from another country and I can't understand him what are you find uh, the say, lector Steve? <laughs> right yeah the priest is from Asia I can't understand the <laughs> the lector he, he sings too he, he talks too fast and the count can- bad and the music's terrible Terrible. and it's just like and so my time my time with god is ruined right no, And and think about that there are a lot of people that think, my time with god is ruined uh-huh. Aha! <clears throat> there we go right well when is your time with god that was always kind of my the first thing that popped in my head was well when is my time with god my time with god is whenever i want it to be my time with god is whenever i turn off the world and engage him maybe in just prayer mm-hmm. or maybe even in silence But certainly, my time with God isn't necessarily when I come to Mass. That's more of our time,
1: right? It's a communal. It's always communal. The
0: liturgy of the community, right?
1: Right. Um, Now, but I want to shift this a little bit and want to point out the distinction between joy and happy. Yes, joy is something so much deeper than feeling happy. Uh, You can you can be going through a horrible time, but there is still joy deep-rooted in your heart so the danger uh, that means like going to mass doesn't mean you have to come in with a smile and walk out with a smile no you can come in completely burdened but know that there is a presence of God in touch with your heart and bring you that peace that serenity that joy that not just on an emotional level uh i I'm sure that's the joy that you are referring to, not simply like because we're singing kumbaya and everyone's no. happy and
0: <laughs> no it's it's the it's the the joy is is in um it's it, it i think is rooted in in my faith it's it's the joy and i know that god that God loves me that God expects me to do better right, right? he a- certainly asks it of me. He asked me to be the best disciple that I can be, mm-hmm. um, and even when I let him down, I know he loves me anyway. There is joy in that. There is not necessarily comfort in it, right? I still have I've I still have that fear of letting him down. Sure, uh, but I take, but I have joy in my relationship with him because mm-hmm. I know that he loves me.
1: Now, on the the opposite, the church fathers, especially uh, the desert fathers, talk about the sense of apathy, the sense of somewhat like unexplainable sadness, that is the root of, of evil, actually. Uh, when when the heart lacks joy, because one of the signs of holiness is joy itself. Joy. It's, it is a gift of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So when, when you become so indifferent, uh, apathy takes over, and then you don't feel anything, you sort of become numb whenever you come to pray or, or you come to worship, obviously is a warning sign. Is there something wrong in the way i live is my conscience putting up a defense that that caused me to feel so indifferent exactly and that leads to number two you're so good at this oh what did <coughs> I say? aversion to the
0: sacraments so that uh-huh. where does that where does that wall or that conscience lead so what maybe the kind of the effect of it as it plays out is now maybe i don't i stop coming to mass every sunday
1: Because what I I don't get anything out of it, I don't
0: get anything out of it, Mm -hmm. or 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 I don't. I I used to pray every day, and now I don't. And I thought, oh well, one day was like okay. Well, I just I forgot that today. I'll I'll pray tomorrow. And then tomorrow you forget to pray but you give yourself a pass because it's been two days and you're still holy and you go to mass <laughs> and you see how this kind of this this chain builds on itself right mm-hmm. and it's oh well you know and then three days go by and four days go by and then all of a sudden you start well you know I I've, I've, I went to reconciliation last year that was enough time I didn't go to confession um, or you know I I I won't miss I'll miss one mass it'll be fine and then one mass turns into two and this continual slide happens happens until it's too late, and the
1: propensity is to just, well, give it up. All right. Now, I'm not particularly a science guy, but is it true that salmon swim, like, against the, the stream of water?
0: Yes. That's So, when... So, salmon... This is such a strange turn. So uh, for everyone an who analogy. isn't familiar with salmon, wild salmon, not the, not the kind that they raise in pens, but the wild salmon are actually, they're born um, up in streams. So they go up into freshwater streams. They're born. They get to ride. As you're a kid, it's a great ride. All the way down the stream um, and out into the ocean where you live your life. And then at the end of your time, you come back. You have to swim all the way up the rushing stream you rode down
1: to spawn and die. <laughs> okay, and and you, if you're wondering what, what I'm going with this, it's just, I think it's a great analogy for our own journey because we're all journeying back to our origin. We're going back to God. And sure, we are living in the midst of this world, but we're, we're sort of going against the stream of life. And so once we stop go struggling, we stop going forward, then the stream of life will, will pull us back. If you don't go forward... Then you fall behind. That's right. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> yeah. Well, you do, and and and
0: you know, kind of following on to this aversion to the sacraments becomes. Then it starts to, to manifest itself in other elements of your life. You know, uh-huh. your your Christian friends. Right. Or the Christian kind. So now I don't maybe I don't listen to the Christian singers anymore. I'm I'm back to ACDC. Not there's anything wrong with ACDC. We love ACDC. But (laughs) um, but right. You are what you eat. And so and you and in your mind and your soul, whatever it is that you consume mentally, visually. Right. Mm -hmm. The stimulant that you take in becomes a part of you. And so I tend to now kind of walk away from. Things that are good right Right. and life-giving and things messages that I would have kind of been receptive to I start to close down and walk away from
1: now I also want to point out an important fact is that just because you don't feel anything it doesn't mean that nothing is happening right because in if if you study St. Ignatius there will be time in your spiritual life where you will feel nothing you, and for some saints it goes on for the longest time and it is a test of endurance it is a test of fidelity right maybe sometime I, I go into mass or I go into my prayer time and I sit there for one hour without feeling anything even the, pres- the the slightest slightest hints of God's presence it does not mean that nothing is happening there's no transformation taking place in my heart but the, the thing is for us human beings we get discouraged. And we right. think, okay, I must be doing something wrong. And if I'm not achieving anything, why it bothers? And then I quit. That's right. So completely. And I start to cut
0: myself off of mm-hmm. from things gradually or otherwise. And this is where like the beauty of this is where the power of Christian fellowship can come in. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. How good of friends are your friends? Mm-hmm. Do they recognize and, and the and the value of of cultivating and um Growing and uh, investing in the relationships with people who share your faith, because you know you're not alone in the journey. We weren't put on this earth to be silent, single sojourners. We were put on this earth to to come together and worship and praise for the Lord and to help each other out. Right? The you know help love one another as I've loved you.
1: Right. Now uh, another biblical analogy: the road the road to Emmaus. Yeah so they the, were walking away feeling extremely discouraged but they walked together and all of us walking through life we should not ever having to feel like we're walking alone because God no no one is created as an island and God has put other fellow Christians there for our support perhaps you know you feel embarrassed to say alright I don't feel anything I, I feel like I'm slipping away from God well That's when you can knock on the door for help because help is always available for those who seek it. Do you know anybody from that, know from which movie it's from? Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: I think Harry Potter. It's Harry Potter.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And the Chamber of Secrets.
0: Is it really the Chamber of Secrets? So what's the third sign? So the third sign, loss of faith in God. So unrepentant sin leads to unbelief and at last a disastrous rejection of God. A harden, wow. a complete hardening of your heart. This is a complete walking away. That that is scary. Now, now you're way far down when you hit that point. But it's all of these kind of, you know, his point in the article and is a good one. And he gives this kind of analogy at the beginning. If you'll if you'll allow me, um, is he tells the story of the foolish old farmer. Uh, so the story goes, concluded that one day the oats he had fed his mule for years were simply costing him too much money. Mm-hmm. So he hatched a plan. He mixed a little sawdust in with the feed, and then a little more the next day, and even more the next, each time reducing the amount of oats in the mix. The mule didn't seem to notice the gradual change, so the farmer thought things were fine and kept decreasing the proportion of oats. But weeks later, on the day he finally fed the poor beast nothing but sawdust, the mule finished the meal and fell over
1: dead. Wow. Now, here's another story. So what do you think is the oats, (laughs) the virtues, right? and the sawdust is? Oh, the, the world. Oh, the world. The oh, world. world. <laughs> the world. Now, that sort of reminds me of another story because it, if you throw a frog into a boiling pot of water. You or, get frog's legs. No, no. no it will jump. It will jump out. Unless you put a lid on the pot. But, but if you put a, f- <laughs> a frog into a pot of cold water. Right. And slowly heating it up. Oh, right. He frog, doesn't know. He doesn't know and the frog will die. Same thing. Same thing. If we get thrown into extreme evils, if we allow ourselves to see sin vices as what they truly are, the ugliness of it, we will never choose it. Right. But it's the small choices that we make every day, a little slowly slipping away from from goodness, from, from the Lord. Then it is like a frog being in that pot of water that is slowly being heated up and we get boiled alive without knowing
0: yeah exactly and it's the it's the little you know people people will ask and i'm sure people have asked this to you how do i know when i need to go to confession how do i know well i haven't committed any mortal sins you know i haven't murdered anybody this week father i mean how but it's it's the accumulation right isn't it sure. that accumulation of the small sins that continually separate us and separate us and separate us from god and you know what, what I talk to about um, people who are, are going through the RCA process, which is another podcast topic for another day. But, mm-hmm. but my advice to them is always: never schedule a time to go to reconciliation on your calendar. Which sounds totally crazy, and I'm sure I'm about to get fired for saying it. <laughs> but don't. That 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 to combat this falling away, what you need to schedule is time for reflection. Uh huh.
1: Right. Very good. Because
0: the you know. The focus has to be on you, that if you don't schedule the time in to kind of take a step back and look at where you are and see how healthy is my faith life, right? Just the same kind of thing that we would do with our bodies, you know, like, oh, well, I didn't work out. I got to get back to the gym. But it's that, you know, you see it in the mirror or you feel it in your body. But with our faith, it's so subtle, Mm -hmm. right, that you won't see it, you won't feel it until you're so far gone, Unless you take the time out to reflect,
1: a great a great point because like for us priests and for those who practice the uh, praying the liturgy the hours, you know that at the end of the day for compline for night prayer, we're asked to set out a period of time for examination of a conscience. But I I honest uh, got to be really honest with you. Sometimes I realize in myself that I've rushed through it. Yep. Because I'm like oh gosh I'm tired. It's the end of the day. I want to go to bed. You're the Asian sensation. What could you have possibly done wrong to <laughs> Plenty of things. Uh, but that's the thing. Uh, but at least the structure is there for me to look back in my days and see where is the presence of God? Where did I uh, sort of choose to step away from that presence and choose the lesser things? And so a highly important and very useful tool for us all uh, is examination of conscience. Examination of consciousness, as St. Ignatius uh, would suggest, it, it goes beyond seeing the sins. It, it is reviewing one's life, uh, everything in every circumstances, the daily interactions, recognizing where I encounter God. And for those moments, be grateful, because that is God's tool of drawing us to Him. And then moments in which we find ourselves being drawn away from him because of wrong choices stepping away from God's presence. so a recommendation for our listeners take out five minutes a day what, even a, even once a week I mean start
0: small find sure. a, find a time you know find, find a
1: time <laughs> and simply look back and see you know where is God present in my life? Uh, did I respond well? Right, not. and look for the kindness. You know, I think, and I, and just
0: to kind of preface, I mean, I think Father Martin, you just alluded to it, and I, I'm certainly stepping up to the plate. It's something that I mean, I struggle with. I'm always, you know, I got a crazy schedule, and I'm always kind of feeling like I'm, I'm missing, like I'm not doing as good a job as I could do in my life. That I'm not, um, that I'm not as faithful as I could be. That I'm not as good a disciple as I could be. Um, and y- you know. And then what'll you know? I'll struggle with that. A period of time will go by. Oh, everything's fine. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh my gosh, everything's <laughs> not fine. You know. Yeah. And you got to thank God for the for the awareness, um, but it doesn't make you any less wishing that it, you know.
1: And and who of us can say that we're good, We are as good as we're supposed to be. Right. And that's that's what that's the strive for holiness. Of course, uh, Pope Benedict's beautiful thoughts, You know, holiness isn't consisted in not ever making mistakes but recognizing that there is redemption recognizing that God simply asked me to get up and try again yeah that you're empowered
0: i mean god god has empowered us as his disciples to break free of our sins mm-hmm. he's empowered us to break free of the melancholy and the fear and the doubt and the in the indifference and do something about it if we will just pray for his assistance if we find the courage in ourselves we pray for him to heart to strengthen
1: our love for him so that we can get up and make the step sure and this podcast isn't about scaring the bejesus out of you but the the, the but threat... if our singing didn't already then you're doing pretty well <laughs> no but the threat of falling away yeah is so evident is so really there for everybody right no it's matter just what more of a of call life. to warning like you know,
0: yep. not to scare you, but just to say, and and really, this is something selfishly that I I'm I struggle with, and I'm dealing with,
1: but I have a feeling
0: there are a lot of people that are are in my boat,
1: right? And uh, the fitness test that is really, every once in a while we need to reexamine. Okay, physically, I'm okay, I'm good, because I'm taking care of my body. But about your soul, right? So often we we neglect like it, not for bad intentions, really, but it just life happens and. What we don't see, we don't take care of. That's right. We put out the biggest fires first. True, true. And so, uh, like, physically, you take vitamins to keep yourself up. Then what are some of the vitamins that you can take for your spiritual life? Any suggestions, Steve? Suggestions for spiritual vitamins?
0: Flintstones? (laughs) Gummy bears? Gummy bears.
1: Lifesavers. Thank you, We Cat. No, no, but the tools are there. Let's see. Scriptures. Scripture.
0: Reading Scripture. Absolutely. Sacrides. And there's so many great ways to get Scripture. I mean, you can have it delivered to you. If, you, if you're too lazy or, you know, to open up, to crack open that Bible or, <laughs> or click on your Bible
1: app. Dust you off your Bible, They'll people. just
0: send you the daily. that You can get daily readings. You can get daily Scripture passages. Um, you know, a great way is to just wake up and thank God for waking up.
1: Ah, a little gratitude every day isn't, isn't right. going to take you far. The That's attitude true. of gratitude, Absolutely. but but
0: it does put into play, it, or it makes a part of your your kind of your day. I mean, if you can't be joyous, well, hopefully most of us are joyous at having woken up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> not nah, not unless I get coffee, I suppose. That's right. <laughs> I'm not so sure, Lord. I'm happy to wake up, but i sure I'm appreciating the coffee. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and another one is the sacraments. Of course. The sacraments always there, especially the sacrament of reconciliation. People are afraid of going to confessions. Right. But uh, whenever I walk into the confessional, most afraid and most burdened is the time when I walk out most refreshed. Yes. Because I know that the burden is lifted and God give me a new chance. So don't ever feel like you should be afraid of confessions because God is there awaiting to strengthen you, to love you, and to forgive you. Amen.
0: So just watch for the warning signs, folks, and know that uh, Father Martin, Cat,
1: and me, we're all praying for you. <laughs> And and remember, remember, e- even if you don't feel anything doesn't mean that nothing is happening. That's Persevere. Right. Persevere in our daily relationship with Trust the Lord. Trust in the Lord. And finally, examination of conscience. Don't forget. Don't forget. It doesn't take much time, but it's very beneficial for your heart and your soul. Amen. We wish you all the best and may God bless you always.
0: FaithFit Radio and the Diocese of Orlando presented Ex Nihilo with Father Martin Wen and Steve Bucklin. Thank you for listening. Check out the podcast at faithfitradio.org and tune in next time. May you be blessed with peace and joy.